Loki Season 2? Marvel WandaVision gets two episodes on launch day. The Roku acquires dead content. Monster Hunter Rise demo supposedly destroys the Nintendo eShop. And King of Fighters 15 gets its first gameplay reveal. This is DBN News for 1-8-2021. First and foremost, if you'd like to support the podcast even more, the DBN Patreon has launched at patreon.com slash dadsbeardsnerds. Sign up today for some awesome rewards with tiers ranging from $3 to $30. We're not trying to break your bank, but rather give you another option to support us. Once again, that's patreon.com slash dadsbeardsnerds. Now, enjoy the news. First is from IGN and written by Wesley LeBlanc. Loki Season 2 reportedly in development. The second season of Marvel's Loki on Disney Plus is reportedly already in development, despite Season 1 having not aired yet, according to Deadline. This news came alongside word that Loki executive producer Michael Waldron has been tapped to write Marvel head Kevin Feige's Star Wars movie. Deadline's report states that Waldron, having now penned Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness and having served as the lead writer and executive producer for the first season of Loki, will remain involved with the second season of Loki in some capacity. It's unclear if Waldron will return to write and executive produce the second season or if he'll be attached to it in some smaller capacity. Regardless, it seems Marvel and their parent company, Disney, are big fans of Waldron. With WandaVision set to release as a nine-episode series to Disney Plus soon, and Falcon and the Winter Soldier debuting as a six-episode miniseries after it, Loki will follow next, and while there's no word on when the second season of Loki that's reportedly in development will debut, the first is set to air sometime this May. I mean, of course they're going to do a second season of Loki. Marvel's got that, they've got that, that, that game plan, they've got that script, that map written and so fine-tuned that it absolutely does not surprise me that Loki is going to get a season two. Second is from IGN and written by Joe Screbbles. Marvel's WandaVision to get two episodes on launch day. Marvel's WandaVision will air two episodes when it premieres on Friday, January 15th. Disney has said the first two episodes will premiere on Disney Plus on Friday, January 15th. Episode three will debut on Friday, January 22nd. We already know that episode one will be based on 50s, 60s sitcoms, uh, was filmed in black and white, and was even filmed in front of a live studio audience. It will also feature an original theme tune by Frozen songwriters Kristen Anderson, Lopez, and Robert Lopez. Where it goes from there is an interesting question, as the show will pay homage to multiple eras of U.S. sitcoms throughout. We may well already have seen a clip from one of these two premiere episodes after Elizabeth Olsen introduced a 45-second sequence on Jimmy Kimmel Live. That clip showed off a bewitched-like black-and-white style, but hinted at possible darker going-ons in the background. I love that they're going to do two episodes. It's probably due to like the first two episodes for one big episode. Kind of like when you watch Rocky, you got to kind of watch Rocky one and two at the same time because they feel like they're, they're so connected, but they just couldn't give you four hours to watch in one sitting. Third is from IGN and written by Adele Anchors. Roku acquires Quibi library of 75 plus shows. Roku has officially acquired Quibi's library of content less than three months after the bite-sized entertainment streaming service service shut down. According to The Hollywood Reporter, Roku has now bought exclusive global distribution rights to more than 75 short-form shows in an effort to expand the company's free-to-stream ad-supported offering on the Roku channel. The financial terms of the deal were not disclosed. However, a source familiar with the agreement was said to have valued the content library at significantly less than $100 million. The Roku blog notes that the quick bites are big stories or and big stories made famous on Quibi will be available to stream on the Roku channel later this year. 
giving audiences access to hundreds of hours of new content, which will be free to watch on the platform. The catalog includes everything from Sophie Turner's thriller, Survive, to Chrissy Teigen's courtroom comedy, Chrissy's Court. In addition to the content that released on Quibi last year, this is big, guys. Roku has acquired the rights to more than a dozen shows that never aired on the new defunct platform, which will be available to viewers in the U.S., Canada, and the U.K. for the first time. Those programs, per variety, include Spielberg's After Dark, a horror series created by Steven Spielberg, and ISO Slugfest, a docuseries from the Russo brothers. We are thrilled that these stories from the surreal to the sublime have found a new home on the Roku channel, Quibi co-founder Jeffrey Katzenberg said in a statement. This is, okay, so this seems dumb, and I bet there's a lot of trash within this library that they have bought. They're going to have to kind of sift through. They're probably going to throw it all on there regardless. But you've got something from Steven Spielberg. Are you kidding me? This was a good purchase. And for under $100 million, that's 75 different shows for under $100 million. That was a still Roku made a really, really smart decision, especially if they're going to try to be a competing streaming service. That was probably one of the best things they could have done. Fourth is from IGN and written by Joe Screbbles. Monster, Monster Hunter Rise demo allegedly crashes Nintendo eShop. Now, this was a, a story that was done in the really early wee hours of the morning, so bear with. The Nintendo eShop was down for unscheduled emergency maintenance, which may have been due to demand for the recently released Monster Hunter Rise demo. The eShop was down for at least four hours at time of IGN writing the story. The Nintendo's Japanese customer support Twitter account repeatedly apologizing for the issues, but offering no timescale for a fix. While neither Nintendo or Capcom specifically commented on the connection, the outage coincides with the release of the demo for Monster Hunter Rise, which includes two side or two quests and two tutorials for the upcoming Switch exclusive. And then there was an update. Obviously, the Nintendo uh, eShop is back. It's no longer an outage. But I do love the fact that, you know, allegedly it was Monster Hunter Rise. It was the demo that broke it. And you know what? It kind of makes sense to me because Monster, Monster Hunter is such a big, you know, IP, especially in Japan. But it's getting even bigger here. So I can totally see how that would, you know, make the Nintendo eShop just go down for a bit. Fifth is from IGN and written by Jordan Oleman. Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War mid-season update coming next week. Treyarch has confirmed that a mid-season update for Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War will arrive on Thursday, January 14th, adding new maps and modes to the game's multiplayer and zombies modes. A January 7th patch notes update on the Treyarch blog confirms a few details about the mid-season Cold War content drop. One of the major introductions is a new fireteam map called Sanatorium. This map will complement a new fireteam mode called Dropkick, a 6v6 battle where players must fight for control of the nuclear codes. Elsewhere, zombies players can enjoy tweaks to the cranked mode, where every zombie killed resets the timer, counting down to your demise. In the PlayStation exclusive Onslaught mode, the Black Ops 2 map raid has been added to the pool, as well as new Dark Aether intel for players to collect as they fight the Horde. So there you go. Got some more uh, Black Ops multiplayer zombie goodie options. And last is from IGN, written by Jordan Oleman. You fighter fans, you, oh, you're going to love this one. King of Fighters, 15 first game play, six characters revealed. SNK Corporation has formally revealed the King of Fighters 15 by debuting gameplay and showing off six characters. The game will launch later this year. The announcement was initially postponed on Wednesday and suffered a brief delay. Characters shown off in a new trailer include K, Kuyo Kusanagi, Leona, Benny Maru, Shinui and Mai Shirinui. Not much in the way of details added, and we get a good look at the game's visual style, which looks to be a little more stylized than Kena Fighters 14. Following the reveal trailer, Kena Fighters 15, creative director 
Aisuki Ogara, and producer Yasuyuki Oda revealed a little more about how the game will play when it launches in 2021. We're focusing on keeping the series staple of being fast-paced while also adding elements to make it more exciting, Ogura notes. The developers are currently brushing up features and optimizing the game, but plan to ship in 2021. Another trailer for the King of Fighters 15 will land next week to supplement the reveal. And that's it. Like, another awesome fighting game enters the fray, you know, and hopefully this will be in some fighting tournaments. We'll get to see a lot of this gameplay, and all you uh, fighting game fans will love it. And that is the news for today. Thank you for listening, and if you'd like to support the podcast further, you got two options. Anchor.fm slash dadsbeardsnerds. You can leave us a voicemail and subscribe for a monthly donation, or patreon.com slash dadsbeardsnerds. Pick a tier and get some awesome rewards. Next up, find us on all social medias at dadsbeardsnerds. And last, if you'd like to be part of our ever-growing Discord community, find that in our Twitter bio or the show notes for every show that we release and produce. Until next time, I'm Anthony. I look forward to making more content for you.